Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And welcome to the Gym Stake. We're here from the Australian Outback with Matt Tim. <laughs> I'm not using an accent right now. But it, the deeper voice still just sounds Australian. <laughs> Episode 83 <laughs> is the rest of the intro. You're welcome. Rachel is ready to podcast. But today we're going to do a shorter episode because, as you can hear, my voice is not fully there. Or it's more fully there than it's ever been. But it needs to be preserved because you are preaching on Sunday. Yes. Yes. We need to make sure it gets a little bit of rest. I I don't know exactly what's going on. Allergies, sickness, combination. I feel relatively fine. Matt's body is a delicate instrument. <laughs> Must be carefully fine-tuned. Yeah, I wasn't sure the other day when you compared me to Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec, played by Rob Lowe, whether to take that as a compliment. Because Rob Lowe is a very good-looking man. Or an insult, because his character completely falls apart the second he gets sick. Why can't it be both? Well, I feel like I haven't <laughs> quite been falling apart. So I've just been carrying on. You coughed a crumb into your eye yesterday at Chick-fil-A and about (laughs) passed out. I did not pass out. I was just in a lot of pain. (laughs) Well, today we thought in the spirit of a short episode, we do just some other stuff and we leave some parenting conversations for a future episode. Do you want to go first? Sure. What other stuff have you got? Well, I just finished the second book to a book series that I've been absolutely loving. Yeah. Shout out to Becky, who got me turned on to this series. This is book two. There is a third one coming out. It is by Tracy Dion, and it's fantasy, so you have to kind of enjoy fantasy. You have to enjoy fantasy to enjoy this series. Okay, helpful. But it is kind of re-envisioning if Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table were like kind of came back to life through people across generations like reincarnation yeah i guess somewhat yeah like their spirits like awaken people during times of war okay to fight like the demon underworld oh wow so but it's like so you're exploring parts of that, but it's also like so much more is going on. Just a really interesting, I think there's not always a lot of diversity in fantasy novels and the centers around the main character is black and then lots of other, I think just interesting points of view and kind of exploring different cultural historical pieces. And I just think it's great. A lot of fantasy isn't doing that. Well, that's great. I'm I'm really excited to read this series. You said that you think I would like it. You know, I was realizing the other day, like, we are very big fantasy novel people. You and I, like, we have pretty similar tastes, and we read a lot of it. Yep. And there's just loads of people out there who just don't read that kind of book. Oh, it's crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. We just get a lot of joy out of it, so... Anyway, you're listening to Tim's Take. You're going to get those kinds of recommendations. That's great. Should I? Do you have more other stuff? You can go. We can okay. kind of take yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, great. Mine's going to be very, very different. I'm going to recommend the newsletters by a man named Craig Maud, particularly the pop-up newsletters he does. But he has ongoing ones called Rodin and Ridgeline. 
and we'll link to these in the show notes. But Craig Maud is an American who has lived in Japan for decades, and he mostly writes about these long walks that he takes or the idea of walking as a platform for the work that he does. And so he will occasionally do anywhere from seven days to 30 days of walking. And the ones I most recently read, which I'm, which has prompted me to endorse him, even though you couldn't go and read these unless you became sort of a member of his special projects was he walked seven days in Tokyo. So he had a starting base and then he, every day he would go in a different place and he's a photographer as well. So he takes pictures and he reflects on the encounters he has. And he, I think just has a way of paying attention to what's going on around him and bringing life to what you know would have been a relatively mundane scene. And I enjoy his voice a lot. I love, he always inspires me to want to go walking. Do I walk? No, but it does inspire me. And I think he's just doing something really interesting. He'll then convert some of these walks into books that he then sells. They're like these photo books. Yeah, just kind of one of those people who's just kind of doing their idiosyncratic thing in the world, but it's kind of gained a following enough to make a living at it. And it's just like in the world of the internet, it's the kind of thing you want to see, I think. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. I know you've talked about that before. Matt bought a hat. Yes, right. I bought from the hat he guy. recommended. Yeah, not <laughs> Which, from him, but it's the hat he wears on his walks. You're right. Yeah. I'm sure we've talked about the hat, but it's a great dad hiking hat. That you don't let me wear most of the time. Just not for going down to the store. We can't wait for the summer when I can wear it in the backyard. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just do some quick burst of funny sayings that Oliver has had recently. Okay. I'm not going to give a ton of context for these, but just need to catalog them somewhere. Okay. This is the diary part. <laughs> yeah. We recently went on our baby moon, which is great, to Tahoe. And Oliver spent the night at his Nana and Pa's. And at one point in the night, he woke up and he turns to Nana and says, I just need mama. I don't even like you, Nana. <laughs> Which poor, is not true. He loves Nana. he loves Nana. Poor Nana. He's very specific on his food orders. So this was one time he said, pancakes clean, peanut butter on the side. Yeah. When we took him to our Ash Wednesday service at church and you get the cross on your forehead in Ash, he said, I don't want dirt on my head. <laughs> yeah. I had to fight him a little bit. I was the one applying the cross, yeah. We had some kind of some kind of disagreement or something where I was having to enact some discipline. And he said, Mama, do you still love me? Oh, so harsh, Rachel. <laughs> he has taken the phrase, oh, biscuits from Bluey. Uh-huh. Anytime something goes awry. May we all do so. He often says when something is broken, it's not working properly. I don't know why or where he got the properly from. but he You're just impressed by in. properly because that, that would just be a normal thing to say. So you're just impressed as a two and a half year old. He says properly, right? I guess so. But you could just say it's not working. Most people would say that. But he says it is not working properly. Oh, I see. Yeah. I just love when he says, I love hanging out with you, mama. Or I love you, mama. And then he turns to me and says, most of all, I love you. (laughs) It's very cute. And then one of my favorites, one day Oliver had just woken up from a nap. Me and him were playing dominoes and... You said, Matt said, Oliver, can I play dominoes with you? 
And Oliver tilts his head with his apologetic expression, kind of squints his face, says, hmm, sorry, Dada, that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was not welcome. Still, we still have some troubles sometimes when he wakes up from his nap. That was great. Quick hits. We save these all, we save ideas for the podcast in a doc and all of our sayings just slowly grow. So it's good to, good to catalog them in a moment. I've got one other thing that I'll recommend. I've recommended a newsletter slash set of newsletters slash a person. I'll recommend also a podcast. I don't know that I've talked. I don't, I know I haven't talked about the Bible project podcast on our podcast before. <laughs> it's a sacrilegious to recommend another podcast. I don't know. Bible Project does remarkable videos and things like that. But I think their podcast might be, to me, one of the best things they do because it goes a little deeper and it's a little extended. And they just did a series on the law that I found really insightful. So they're looking at the passages in the Bible that talk about the law for the people of Israel and just the ways that they were talking about it was like giving me some things were familiar, but there were also things where it's just like cast it in a new light and some fresh categories of how to think about it. So I'll, I'll link to the first one of that series that they did, but yeah, they're doing some really good work. If you're, if you're interested in the Bible, it's a great way to get to know it more. Those hosts, there's two guys who host it and they're really, they're really great hosts. Like I just listened to an episode the other day. I just find them both very disarming. Like they are obviously quite knowledgeable and experienced in what they're talking about, but they are super accessible and just make, I don't know. I feel, I never feel dumb or like ignorant or anything listening to their podcast. Like it's, they're very welcoming. I yeah. Guess. Yeah, I've talked I've talked with someone, I can't remember who this was, who who actually didn't like the podcast. I think and part of their reflection was it felt like they were trying to make it too accessible. Huh. Interesting. Or like kind of one of them essentially plays there's sort of a scholar and then there's one that's sort of the everyman. And I think the person who I was talking to, and I, I literally can't remember who it was, otherwise I would name them and potentially shame them, but just said I it was it, like it was too much. It was too much. But yeah, it works for me. Works for you. I think it works for a lot of people, obviously. And to me, I'm like, well, if you tune that out and you just get the scholar, then it's also also helpful. So yeah. Anything else from you? My last thing is a request. I've requested lunch suggestions in the past. Now I'm suggesting breakfast suggestions because I'm a bit stymied when it comes to breakfast. You haven't requested breakfast suggestions before? No. Because Oh, you know who's done this? Sam, one of our listeners. Sam did this on an old podcast of his. He oh. asked for breakfast suggestions. Well, I'm now asking our listeners for breakfast suggestions. Okay. Because I used to just eat cereal, but now Oliver eats cereal. And I think you eat cereal in the morning. I used to be the only one who would eat cereal. So now our cereal consumption is through the roof, and it is just not financially feasible to keep going at this rate of all of us eating cereal. So... I'm trying to pivot toward other things. And specifically, if anyone has ever done overnight oats, I'm looking for good recipes. Oh, yeah. I want to find, I think I could really like this, but I need to find some good recipes. Nice. That's my thing. Well, that's great. I was going to also put out a request. So send in your breakfast and specifically your overnight oat recipes. But also, it's been a while since we had a mailbag. And I wanted to say, you know, as we continue for who knows how long, but we're always looking for new topic ideas. So 
to be clear, we're not looking on for things that you want expertise on because we don't have that to offer. But if you're like, oh, I wonder what they think about this or how do they do this or questions you might have for us. Again, not that we're experts. We're just looking. We're looking for ideas. So always happy if, if something if you've thought, oh, I can't wait for them to one day talk about this. Let us know what it is. Tim's take at gmail.com and send in your breakfast ideas, please. And that's some other stuff. Nice. All right. Enough of this voice for people. Till next time. I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And that is your tip of steak.